0: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
1: And now, it's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan.
2: Studios and the Battery Atlantis, the Buck Ballou show on the fans 680 and 93.7. Did you take the day off? Got that Super Bowl hangover? Is that what Road Dog has today? DT in the house, ready to be the engineer and the producer today. DT, I hope you're up to it, man. You're not suffering from the Super Bowl hangover, are you? Only mildly. We're getting over it. Yeah, we're good. A lot of people are today. You know, some think this should be a national holiday.
3: The day after the Super Bowl. The other hot suggestion now, instead of you can avoid that, but moving it to Saturday, perhaps. Yeah, I'd be a big fan of that. The end of that. It sounds yeah. like a lot of people potentially would be. I don't I have mixed feelings about that. But. I did appreciate the early kickoff last night. Yeah. So how long did that game last, though? It was the longest ever. <laughs> longest Super Bowl game ever. But hey, we got our we got our money's worth. I'd say, Buck. Yeah,
2: it was a good one. It was a good one. Got a lot to talk about as it relates to that too. So what do you say? We uh, we get to work, brother.
1: Bucks, big take.
2: World champions. Obviously, not easily attained. It takes a special breed, a rare combination of skill and genius to make it happen. And to do it more than once, to make it happen multiple times, is super special. In football, I'm convinced the game changer is the head coach quarterback combination. That's what puts you over the top. The Kansas City Chiefs have that in Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. The genius of Reid, the skill of Mahomes, puts the Chiefs over the top. Sure, you need playmakers. Yeah, absolutely, got to have a dominant defense. Yeah, you need the, the tight team culture. You need those things. But what, what makes it the game changer, what puts you over the top, is the genius of the head coach and the skill of the quarterback. And I know you, you need a committed and dependable front office to make it happen too, especially in the NFL with the turnover from year to year. But the head coach can influence every single play of a football game. And the quarterback influences every single offensive play in a football game. That's the game changer. That combination and the Mahomes and Reed combination is absolutely special. In the biggest moments, in the biggest games, they constantly scheme it up. They consistently deliver the big plays with the game on the line. The 49ers, they don't have that. The Chiefs do. And that's why Kansas City has a world championship to celebrate again today. And the other 31 organizations in the NFL, they don't. And there's your big take today as we get started. And we're going to break this thing down coming up, too, in our 42 minutes of content on this one-hour show. We're going to break it down big time. First, though, we've got, uh, this is the the Deep South. And you know what? In the Deep South, college football dominates, and we've got a huge story out there. Let's see what's
1: popping. Let's find out what's popping. All right,
2: big news out of college football and the SEC. New Alabama head coach Kalen DeBoer is in a tough spot his trusted offensive coordinator who's been on the job for a couple of weeks has left he's exited and he took the offensive line coach with him Ryan Grubb trusted offensive coordinator play caller under uh, Kalen DeBoer at Washington Has bolted to take the offensive coordinator job with the Seattle Seahawks. Gone. And he took the offensive line coach, DeBoer's offensive line coach, Alabama's offensive line coach with him. It's going to be extremely difficult to replace these guys. Because, look, they, they... First year on the job at Alabama, critical for DeBoer to get off to a good start. Make a good first impression. And these two guys basically are running the offense or were running the offense at Alabama. Because they were teaching DeBoer's offensive scheme. They were teaching it. And then when the season rolled around, you got a game plan and you've got to be able to make in-game adjustments which they did a great job of at Washington, brother. I mean, U-Dub, those Huskies. Dude, they made it all the way to the national championship game. Talk about impressive. So DeBoer makes his way, takes the job, jumps at the Alabama job. And now after a couple of weeks on the job, he's got he's to replace his uh, two biggest assistant coaches, man. I mean, my goodness. You know, the first thing he had to do was try to keep the core players in Tuscaloosa. He lost a handful of those guys. Able to salvage what he had, though, for the most part. But now he's he's got to do what Saban was so good at, and that is promoting or going out and replacing key assistants that are going to leave at Alabama. DeBoer, uh, as I see it, can promote from within with one of his other assistant coaches that he brought in from UW. Scott Huff or Nick Sheridan both have been with DeBoer so they understand the system. They're capable of teaching the system. And maybe, just maybe, they're at the point in time in their career where they're ready to handle an offensive coordinator's job. Taking over the play, calling, Or maybe DeBoer can juggle be the head coach and the play caller. Probably not what he wanted to do, but that is an alternative for him here. It is his offense. Maybe do it for a year. Give him a little bit of time. Or maybe DeBoer hires from outside. And one guy that jumps off the page is Kirby Moore, not not of Georgia Bulldog legend. But Kirby Moore was with DeBoer At Fresno State, and you might not have known it, but Kirby Moore was the Missouri offensive coordinator this past year. And Missouri, offensively, brother, they were getting the job done. Very impressive. So what would you rather have, DT? You'd rather be the Missouri offensive coordinator or the Alabama offensive coordinator? I think we're working a little bit more talent there in Alabama yeah yeah that'd be a normal uh, natural jump for a guy like Kirby Moore especially having been with DeBoer at Fresno State he'd be no, he would know what he's getting into so DeBoer experience experiencing how difficult a job it is at Alabama Saban was able to handle these challenges year after year after year and that's why he was the GOAT and that's why Alabama was way up here and for the most part everybody else was a step behind Saban was awesome at replacing key assistant coaches that would come join the staff and then they would go Kirby smart being one of them join the staff move on to a bigger and better situation Only time will tell how DeBoer handles that part of the job. He's being tested right now. There is no doubt about it. So we interrupt this Super Bowl rehash to give you the big news in college football today. It's coming out of Tuscaloosa. Kalen DeBoer, I bet you there have been some moments already. First month on the job where he has said to himself, what have I gotten myself into? What have I gotten myself into? And that's what's popping on this Monday, February the 12th. Yeah, had a good time last night. I was at uh, downtown Norcross, b and there. For the pregame, hanging out with Buddy Curry, former Falcon linebacker, that I've got a ton of respect for. And also, Billy White Shoes Johnson, one of my all-time favorite performers. Billy White Shoes uh, was there last night at b w who you've heard me promote here on the station and on the show. If you're looking for a great sports bar with awesome food, B&W is the place to go, man, downtown Norcross. So that was fun. Then I jumped in the car and made it home in time to sit down and watch the game with my two sons and my wife. As that pregame spread was set up and ready to go and I got home, Kelly, uh, just another fabulous job with the food. And it was such a thrill being able to enjoy the game with my two sons. there watching it on the big screen last night. Hopefully you had a good time watching the Super Bowl. And we're going to break that thing down coming up next. A lot to talk about. So glad you're with me here on uh, 680 and 93.7 FM, streaming at 680thefan.com. Get that fan mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming Beaver Direct. Fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next car. We're going to be there on Friday for our Leukemia Lymphoma Radiothon. Looking forward to that. Stick around, a lot more to come here as we break down Super Bowl 58 here on The Buck Baloo Show, 680 and 93.7.
4: Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of
0: 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 1063 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
1: McKinnon is in
3: it running back first down and goal to go play action fake right side draw touchdown
1: kansas city mccall hardman mccall hardman with the catch on the right side a three-yard touchdown pass in overtime kansas city wins the game 25 22 and the chiefs kingdom has started its own history class Set
2: that right. How about those Kansas City Chiefs, man? World champs. Yeah, we'll in the San Francisco, the 49ers, their fan base, they got to be bumming today, man.
3: Get to the biggest game on earth and lose. Crowd franchise now. It's been 30 years though. Lose. Wow. Kansas City
2: on top of the world, though, brother awesome game i know it wasn't flawless but i totally enjoyed it from start to finish let never left saw every single play and i really enjoyed it i know there were some not so good things like the seven field goals the four turnovers I would say, though, that a lot of that had to do with outstanding defense. I mean, my goodness, don't you ever want to give the defense some credit? Seems like nobody ever wants to do that. And last night, we saw two outstanding defenses on the field. San Francisco's defense, man, they jumped out of the gate. They were, they were dominating that line of scrimmage early in the game. Chiefs offensively got off to a really slow start. And a lot of that had to do with that San Francisco 49er defense, especially up front on that defensive line, just flat out dominating the play early in the game. I mean, you you saw the Chiefs going three and out, three and out punt. Then you saw late in the game where that Kansas City defense stepped up big, forcing field goals out of that 49er offense. And field goals... We'll get you beat when you're up against Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. We'll flat out get you beat. Third down showed up big, too, in the game. San Francisco, 49ers for Shanahan, running the show, game planning, play calling three for 12 on third down. Kansas City, nine for 19. A lot of that success came late in the game. 12-31 12-31 on third down. Man,
3: uh, tip your cap to the defenses in the game. And, no, they were playing some tough football. Yeah, with all the offensive firepower and, and, and star power uh, for both sides, it is easy to overlook the uh, the defensive players in a game like this. But, oh, no doubt. Yeah.
2: Then San Francisco, I thought 40, the 49ers were a little unlucky. There's there some luck involved in these games. And the 49ers, I thought, were a little unlucky, like their big-time linebacker that uh, went down injured,
3: <clears throat> uh, yeah, running on the field. What an unfortunate thing. Obviously, not only do you miss the Super Bowl, it's going to be tough for him to come back even next season with, a, with, a, with a, um, an injury to the Achilles like that. That's pretty risky. Talk about unlucky. Yeah, so you're on the sideline. Rough. It's time for the defense to hit
2: the field. Greenlaw uh, puts his foot down to accelerate, to get back on the field. He's totally excited. Boom, there goes the Achilles. <laughs> seems like we're seeing a lot more of that injury here lately. That's showing up more and more. I wonder why. Then you had uh, one of the big plays in the game there where the chiefs punt, and it hits the 49er blocker, the, one of the dudes back there blocking for the, the kick the punt returner, hits him in the foot, hits him in the foot. Chiefs recover, seven-point swing. Without that one play,
3: 49ers win. Special teams were huge in this Super Bowl. No doubt about it. And then I thought also
2: uh, one of the big plays in the game was the kicker for the 49ers missing the extra point.
3: Game went to overtime. It was no, tied. Had, one they had, point,
2: pretty they big. That had nothing to do with unlu- with being unlucky. <clears throat> he kicked it low. You got to get that, you got to elevate those balls. He kicked it low, and it cost him, I tell you that, huge difference in being up four and being up three. Huge. One of the biggest plays in the game. Missed extra point. And you uh, look at the uh, reason why the Chiefs are. Waking up just on top of the world again today is, as I mentioned, right off the top of the show, the Mahomes and Reed magic, just spectacular. It's the best in the game. That combination, world-class right there. 404-231-1680, the number you want to jump in here. You feel like coming on the show, we'd love to have you. Plus, you so you got the Mahomes and Reed magic, game changer. You've got the awesome defense where that defensive line stood up big, man. I mean, it stood up big. You had the one guy, Pinnell, kept showing up. And I know uh, you've got the all-pro defensive tackle, and they're doing their best to slow him down. But Pennell was sort of a a no-name guy that was a beast up there on the defensive line for the Chiefs last night. 6'4", 340 pounds, absolute stud. Do you know the Falcons had him in 2021? He was, one of the, he was on the Falcons roster. We would know a good defensive line if he walked in. How do you let him go? So Mahomes and Reed, game-changing magic with those two guys. You got the awesome defense. Spagnuolo was just tremendous. You got tight coverage. You got the defensive line playing hard. And then you factor in the solid special teams play. You had the 57-yard field goal. And uh, you've got back-to-back Super Bowl wins is what you have. 49ers just not good enough, not tough enough to put them away. I mean, they got out to the 10 nothing start. You're, you got the lead 10-3 to at halftime. All right, you get the Chiefs get the ball to start the second half. You force a three-and-out punt. You know, you got the interception. You got the interception to start the second half. You're up 10-3. to You get the interception, and the 49ers go three out and punt. You force the Chiefs to have a three-out punt, and then you punt again. So missed opportunity there coming out in the second half and putting your foot on the Kansas City Chiefs' throat. Total missed opportunity there. You go up 10 to 6 later in the second half, your special teams makes the mistake, you force the Chiefs to punt, ball hits your blocker in the foot, and now the Chiefs take the lead 13 to 10. And then you you step up and respond with a 12 play 75-yard drive and you miss the extra point. So you're up 3 and not 4. And then we get into the settling for field goals. Chiefs get, uh, kick a field goal to tie the game. 49ers kick a field goal to go up 1916. Kansas City kicks a field goal to tie it up 1919. We go to overtime. San Francisco with a great drive. And I don't blame them for taking the ball. A lot of people criticizing Shanahan. I was going to ask you about how you felt about that. I I think I would have done the same thing. I would have taken the ball. But you settle for the field goal, and it leaves the door open for Reed and Mahomes and the Chiefs to go on a 13-play, 75-yard touchdown drive. 49ers at the end of the day, not good enough. Not tough enough to put the Chiefs away. Multiple opportunities to put your foot on their throat. And you didn't do it. And today you're suffering because of it. And I tell you, just more on Reed Mahomes, man. Uh, Reed, just uh, tremendous as far as game planning and play calling. He always seems to have that ace in the back pocket. You know, in the biggest situation, he's always got that one play that he has got ready to throw on the table. That ace in the back pocket, and he did it for the game winner last night. You heard that coming out of the break. Nicole Hardman, former Georgia Bulldog, wide open in the flat. How about them oh, for the game winning touchdown? So the genius and the skill of Reed and Mahomes, uh, world class, man. And then I, I, I think some of the other things you got to have, you got to have this uh, determination. And you got Mahomes. He's got it, brother. The stubbornness of not giving in. Uh, the Chiefs have it. Uh, you got Reed and Mahomes. It's not a selfish thing. You know, it's not all about them. They're, they're great teammates as far as the coach and the quarterback go. Uh, confident and competitive. I mean, this head coach quarterback combination is the best in the business. And that is why Reed is one of five head coaches with three Super Bowls. And that is why Mahomes has already got three Super Bowls, and he's in the prime of his career. Three Super Bowl wins in five years. Congratulations, man. Really, really good stuff watching the ball game go down last night. And I wish we had uh, more time to to break it down. But uh, that pretty much sums it up. It's now uh, time for our Super Bowl Top
1: 5. The best in college football and the NFL. 5, five four, four, three, three, two, two, one. It's time for Buck Baloo's Top 5. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Amanda Swartz
2: getting it done for us here at 680 The Fan, our social media ace here. I, I believe a director of social media, right? That's correct. That right? Yep. Did you enjoy the Super Bowl last night?
4: I loved it. Loved every second of it. Wasn't it fun? It was super fun. And the commercials were amazing.
2: Were they? I thought some of them. A couple of them were good.
4: I liked a lot of them, yeah. Yeah. I was impressed.
2: All right, let's go. Let's get down to business.
4: All right. Number one, do you feel like kicking 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan around?
2: You know, there was a day and time where I really enjoyed doing that. I don't feel like doing it today.
4: Mm. I think Kyle
2: Shanahan is, obviously, you know, a lot of people are. They're... They're blaming Shanahan for the loss. Uh, I know he's 0-3 now in Super Bowls. But I think he is... uh, He's become a better coach. He was a better coach last night than he was when he had those Falcons colors on. He was a better head coach than he was the first time. He led the 49ers to the uh, Super Bowl. But I don't feel like kicking him around today. You know, the thing that... Seems to be the game changer for the 49ers not being able to get over the hump is they they don't have a big-time quarterback. And Brock Purdy played pretty well last night. you know. And I'm impressed with Purdy. I'm just saying he's not a difference maker like Mahomes. Right. And I don't believe Jimmy Garoppolo was either. So that's the one ingredient the 49ers don't have is this Hall of Fame caliber quarterback when they've gotten to the Super Bowl so far. Paul Shanahan did, uh, overall, did a really good job last night, so I'm not going to kick him around yeah. today.
4: I agree. All right. Number two, drop your grade on Usher's halftime show.
2: Uh, I'm going to give it an A. I'm going to give Usher an A last night. And I tell you, I loved it when he opened with uh, my favorite Usher song, Caught Up.
4: Mm-hmm. All oh!
2: And, you know, Kelly, uh, my wonderful wife, was giving me a hard time. We, She was texting with my daughter, who's into the music scene, and she's loving it. And, you know, talking about the halftime show, and she tells my daughter, Audrey, who's in college now, Dad's over here singing, singing and dancing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, was I the only one singing and dancing
4: last night? Absolutely not. I mean, it was
2: probably embarrassing to my wife. But, hey, uh, when he busted out with Caught Up, I I was right into it, man. Right into the mix with her there. And then he had uh, Jermaine Dupri, who had that spanky outfit on. I busted out Lil Lil John, and Luda came out on the stage, man, we're throwing down. I totally loved it. I thought it was big time. I give it an A.
4: I agree. It was awesome. And then
2: the uh, representing the A, too. World to the A. They were getting that out there a little bit. Overall, man, it was an A. I don't know how you didn't like that (laughs) unless you just don't like up-tempo R&B.
1: It
2: was good.
4: All right. Number three. What was the biggest Super Bowl surprise?
2: There were some of the some of the uh, 49ers players that did not know the overtime rules
3: mm.
2: how can that be how can that be biggest game you'll ever play in your life and you don't know the rules and as a coaching staff how do you not make sure that the players don't know the rules right so to me that was the biggest surprise and look There was one of the 49er players that admitted this after the game. Don't ever admit that kind of stuff. Right. I mean, don't don't announce to the world (laughs) that you don't know what the rules are. It makes you look stupid. Mm Mm-hmm. So that was the biggest surprise to me. Uh, The fact that it was the smallest crowd... One of the smallest crowds in Super Bowl history was uh, another surprise a little bit. Uh, They announced uh, the crowd at 61,629. Capacity is like 65,000 in that stadium in Vegas. Uh, Expandable to 71,000. I know they're expensive, these tickets, but uh, I got to research this a little bit more. I was a little surprised at that.
4: Yeah, I didn't know that.
2: But if you don't know the rules, don't admit it to the media after the game. What are you doing? Bad
4: move. (laughs) All right, number four, what's next for the Chiefs? A Kelsey Taylor Swift wedding, perhaps?
2: Um, I didn't see him proposing last night. Did I miss something? You know, no. I, I went straight to do the show prep. I, I missed the presentation of the MVP mm-hmm. and all that. I skipped that to get right to the show prep for the show today. So there was no,
4: no proposal, proposal. But they were being very cute. I saw him the hugging field. and kissing. Yeah, they were hugging and kissing um, on the field after and then also at the after party.
2: Uh, so I, I think what it is, look, Kansas City, they'll have the big parade coming up. So that's the next thing on the docket there. Mm-hmm. But as far as the front office goes, I mean, they, they're going to have to uh, address some some key players. You got Willie Gay, linebacker, played great last night. He's a free agent. You got Drew Trinkle, one of the uh, one of the other linebackers, free agent. You got Legarius Sneed, the cornerback that played awesome. He had that 15-yard penalty, but he he covered him up, man. Some great play out of Lajarius Sneed, a cornerback. He's a free agent. Chris Jones, one of the best players in the world today, defensive tackle for the Chiefs. He's now 30 years old, and he's going to want a, ton, a chunk of change to re-up in Kansas City. So they're going to they're gonna lose some of this big-time talent, and they're going to have to find a way to replace them. Donovan Smith, their left tackle, is a guy that was on a one-year contract. Personnel, huge. They're going to have to find a way to replace these guys, or they're not going to be back in the big game next year.
4: Yep, yep, I agree. All right, and number five, biggest disappointment the day after the Super Bowl.
2: Well, I was disappointed I picked the 49ers to win the game. <laughs>
4: A lot of people are. <laughs>
2: but the uh, the biggest disappointment, it could have gone either way. Right. Yeah. I had a 50% chance of getting it sure right. Sure
4: did.
2: Biggest disappointment, and it's a letdown every year is, Amanda, football season's over.
4: It is. It is. Football season's
2: over. It's almost
4: baseball season though.
2: Yeah, (laughs) and I appreciate you pointing that out because I'm a baseball lover. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the Brave Spring training getting underway. Oh, yeah. Football season's over today. Yeah. Yeah, that's a disappointment.
1: Tragic. Good job. Thank you. Top five on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station.
2: Yeah, Amanda Swartz getting it done for us here with the social media. Check it out. Check it out. Hey, I want you to stay tuned all week long uh, to the Buck Belushi show. Uh, Luke Bryan coming to Truist Park on August 17th. He's uh, from Leesburg, Georgia's own. Big-time star. He's made it big. He's going to be joined by Bailey Zimmerman. There'll be some more acts there they are going to be announced later. But tickets went on sale last Friday at Ticketmaster.com. So you're looking to get in, see Luke Bryan coming up in August here at Truist Park. Get those tickets at Ticketmaster.com. We're going to give away two right now, 404-231-1680. We're going to test DT. He's the engineer and the producer on the show today. Let's test him out. You want to go see Luke Bryan? We're going to hook you up with two tickets right now. We're going to do it again tomorrow and Wednesday on the show. So more chances to win. Look, we appreciate you listening to the Buck Baloo show. And so we want to bribe you because of that to keep listening to the show. Two to go see Luke Bryan right now at 404-231-1680, the number.
1: Fans got a Georgia Bulldogs national champion on the beat. 25-20, Mark's on 15 Get in there! Touchdown! This is the Bulldog Beat with Buck Balloon. presented by Georgia's own credit union and attorney Ken Nugent.
2: <laughs> yeah, I wanted to take this opportunity to uh, give a shout-out to a couple of the Bulldogs who played in the Super Bowl last night. How about Miko Hardman? How about Miko? Game-winning touchdown reception. Miko Hardman, who started the year with the New York Jets, signed a, I believe it was a three-year contract. Left Kansas City, got a multi-year contract with the New York Jets. He was going to go catch some balls for Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. That didn't didn't happen with Rodgers going down with the injury, and so the Jets make Miko expendable. He comes back home to put back on that Kansas City Chiefs uniform. And look at him now, glowing with the game-winning touchdown reception. Let's relive it again. <laughs>
1: First and goal. Mahomes plays it. It's, it's there! It. Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! And this was the Andy Reid special game-winning drive of Mahomes' career. He's been waiting before. He's won Super plays, but he's never had best he is the standard your Michael
2: Jordan wins it again yeah what a thrill man that's going to stay with him for a lifetime with that uh, reception game-winning reception for the touchdown and Miko also went deep on him last night something he did a lot of with that Bulldog uniform on had that 52-yard bomb early in the game where Mahomes hung that thing out and Miko ran under it for a big play in the game for over 50 yards, so a shout out to me, Cole Hardman, man, he must be on top of the world today. Then also want to bring up Chris Conley, who you heard on the show the week before the Super Bowl, and I was able to spend some quality time with Chris uh, with Chris Conley during the football season. The 49ers had an off week, and the University of Georgia bookstore had Chris come back and was a part of the pregame autograph sessions they have prior to the home games at the University of Georgia. And I was there on that Saturday and got a chance to spend some time with Chris, really admired the job he did when he was a receiver at Georgia, had a big bowl game against Nebraska down at the Citrus Bowl in Orlando. And my two sons were at that Citrus Bowl. They were very young at the time. But, boy, Chris Conley made a big impression on them as uh, youngsters playing youth league football at the time. And we talked about it for weeks after that. Well, flash forward to this fall. So I go to the Georgia bookstore. going to sign some books prior to the game. And I look up, and Chris Conley is one of the guys that's going to be there signing autographs for the Bulldog Nation. And I have my two sons with me again. And Chris Conley did something he didn't have to do. And he spent like 10 quality minutes before the autograph session got underway back in one of the meeting rooms in the back of the bookstore, spent 10 quality minutes with my two sons uh, asking questions to them. They were talking about the NFL and and their uh, high school season that was going on. And man, uh, it just melted my heart right there seeing Conley spending that kind of uh, quality time with my two sons. And I say, what Conley? I know he's on the uh, losing side last night, but Chris Conley was balling last night. Man, had a big catch early in the game, uh, the deep over route. That was a big play. Purdy found him on that, and then also uh, Conley busting his butt on special teams and was a real factor there. There was one of the biggest hits in the game on a punt return. Conley was the first guy down there, and he basically clotheslined that dude and took him down hard. I know he's disappointed today, but Chris Conley stepped up big last night, and he stepped up big when he was a receiver at the University of Georgia. And the Bulldog beat today was me just bragging on a couple of those Bulldog players that were on the biggest of stages last night. Charlie Warner, another one. Uh, Malik Herring uh, got dinged up in the game last night. A couple of other Bulldogs that played in the Super Bowl last night. So a shout out to them. Thank you, Buck. You're welcome, Curb. Hey, uh, since 2001, 680 The Fan, we've proudly aired our Strikeout Leukemia Lymphoma Radiothon. And thanks to your generous support, we've been able to raise over $2 million to support the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. want you to tune in this Friday and be a part of it again. Broadcasting live, we'll be at Beaver Toyota and coming And the uh, Radiothon going to be hosted by your favorite 680 The Fan shows. I've got two packages I'm putting together right now, a Georgia Bulldog package and Atlanta Braves package. We'll unveil those later this week. Uh, visit 680thefan.com to learn how to make your donation and also to check out the other incentive items that we've got. That's coming up on Friday. Hope you're going to be a part of it, and thanks for all the support in years gone by. We'll come back and talk Falcons football. Could they get to the Super Bowl? Lord, I'd I'd love to see that for the third time. No, we've been there twice. We've been there twice. What? Can we get back for a third time? Hey, we'll talk Falcons football next. Got the Buck show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7.
4: This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now, it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash MAC. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.
0: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
1: Peace up. A town. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Buck Blue Show on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Usher throwing down last night. Place was lit. When Usher was on the stage, what a great performance. Shades on in the club. We're going to have to go with the shades on, the chain on, and the roller skates on if we're going to do like Usher. Really, really good show last night.
3: Yeah, I think that's our first uh, Super Bowl performer we've ever seen. Roller skating, I imagine. Yeah, that was impressive. That was fun, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that uh,
2: blue and black outfit, I, I like that, too. I liked all the other outfits except that one. That
3: yeah. A little silly looking.
2: Kelly was saying the, the white outfit uh, looked a little, the top looked a little girly. Oh, okay. But, uh, sure, I gave him an A for that performance last night. Spectacular! Wouldn't it be great to be a Kansas City Chief today? Instead, most of us are Atlanta Falcons fans.
1: The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on The Fan.
2: Yeah, let's talk about the Atlanta Falcons. And I hope they're busy right now in one of those executive boardrooms. Raheem Morris, Zach Robinson, the personnel department, uh, Terry Fontenot. I hope they're together right now at this very moment talking about the quarterback situation. What you gonna do is the question. What you gonna do? Uh, Freddie Waters was my middle school coach at Valdosta Junior High. And went on to be an assistant coach in at the high school level there at Valdosta High, and that was one of his phrases when it was time to play ball. What you going to do? So I'm going to throw it at the Falcons. What you going to do with that quarterback situation? I hope they're meeting right now, and they're talking about doing what I want them to do, and that is to move up in the draft, give up some top picks, to move up from eight into the top three. And take a guy that, well, I'm, I'm hoping they're going to take. I'll talk about that in a second. Now, Mr. Blank was available Friday on a Zoom call. He, he missed the Raheem Morris Hire press conference. And good to hear uh, Mr. Blank was up to it, had a minor medical situation that he had taken care of. But on the Zoom call Friday, and Mr. Blank was talking about the Falcons quarterback situation.
3: This is not one of these things where you can take a year to develop a strategy. Free agency is coming up in a matter of weeks. Draft preparation—we're in the middle of it. You know, how do you put that room back together again? We have new coordinators, new position coaches, uh, new assistant quarterback coaches, et cetera. So. We have to bring together all of this knowledge and all this wisdom in a very short period of time. I would tell you quite honestly, 1,000%, there's not a defined plan uh, oh, is Lord. being talked about. And it'll be talked about pretty intensely, I would say, over the next coming weeks.
2: Yeah, let's hope so. Got to get this right. Uh, Raheem Morris's tenure as the head coach for the Atlanta Falcons is depending on this decision. You got to get it right. There's no room for mistake here. And if you've been listening to my show, I mean, they got they got several uh, several alternatives they can go with here. They can trade with the Bears and and get Justin Fields in here. They could sign Kirk Cousins and give him, you know, the fifty million dollars he's reportedly asking for—fifty million a year. I think it's forty, actually. I'm just propping it up a little higher. I don't want that to happen. You could draft a quarterback at eight. Settle. But I want the Falcons to move up into the top three, select Jaden Daniels, an electric performer, a leader of young men, a guy that's committed to being successful. And I want you to know I finally saw a mock draft that had the Falcons doing exactly that, and you know what a big smile came on my face. Yes, sir, Ray. Now I'll tell you what else is making me smile. we got our Chili Dip Open coming up next Friday. So Friday the 23rd, 680 The Fan, our first big golf tournament of the year, the Chili Dip Open going down at Bears Best Atlanta, benefiting First Team Metro. So I want to get signed up and be a part of the fun. We're going to be out there teeing it up. want to thank Bears Best and Kroger, Corona Beer, The Color Spot, just a couple of the sponsors out there that are a part of that. Let's get to the final word
1: time for the final word, brought to you by Howard Brothers, keeping Georgia green since 1955.
2: Final word, I just want to, you know, not that want to talk about us and our family all the time, but I want to give you an update. Rhett came up one win shy of advancing to the state finals next week or this week in making it. Wrestling at the 215 level, one win shy, one more win, we go to state. So it's really disappointing. I'm hoping this will motivate Rhett going into his senior year. And I mentioned that. And we also talked about the fact that he was was one of the top 16 wrestlers in the state at 215. And so we're uh, proud of him for that. And want to congratulate all those tough wrestlers that advanced to the state this weekend in Macon. Congratulations to your accomplishment there. And best of luck, Dan. I hope you walk away with a state title. I did learn something again this year, and that is uh, the state of Georgia. Unbelievable how many quality, tough wrestlers we have in Metro Atlanta and the state of Georgia. It's really impressive. All right, that's going to do it for my show. Nick and Chris are coming up next. Stay tuned for them. We're back tomorrow. Hope you'll join me. The Buck Baloo Show, 10 to 11, here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Thank you, Buck.
0: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
4: Spring is here and baseball is back.